Hello and welcome to the Pioneer Diamond Chat Podcast. This is your host, Nick Kieser, fellow alum of Vol State. Uh, we're just here to wrap up the first season of the podcast. So today's edition is a wrap-up of the 2019 postseason and the ending of the first season of the podcast that I hope will be continued by someone that fills in my role. Uh, the Vol State Pioneers made a great effort this this postseason, but unfortunately, they didn't advance far enough to make it to the next round. Uh, led by head coach Ryan Hunt and his uh, staff, they had a reasonable regular season, and the postseason was just where a few things fell short, and it just came to an end after the three playoff games. I feel like the guys could have done more. I feel like that as long as uh, there were a few moments where uh, some little things hadn't happened and some errors were made. Pitching was phenomenal, just a few errors every now and then. And it was the host, the host school, Columbia State, that ultimately ended the Pioneer season after uh, three games. And beforehand, uh, Walter State was the first game where the Pioneers lost in the playoffs. And uh, Walter State was the defending champions going into that tournament, and they came out of Region 7 as champions once again with Jackson State being the runners-up. So before hopping into Segment 1, today uh, we'll announce the guests that we'll have on the show. They'll both be starting pitchers. One is a Vol State alum now, along with me, Chase Haley, and fellow uh, starting pitcher as well, Corey Wilson, will be hopping on the show later on. And Chase is a Vol State alum, and he had a great sophomore season. Uh, here's a few stats just to throw at you. He had 37 innings pitched. He totaled 47 strikeouts, and he started seven times in his sophomore campaign. Ultimately, his breakout year, because he didn't have a freshman season, he was redshirted. Uh, this fall, Chase uh, made his choice to go play at Trevecca University in Nashville, Tennessee. So once we wrap up segment one with Chase, we'll get over to uh, Corey, who was the unsung ace for the Pioneers this past season. The Germantown, Tennessee native tossed for a total of 70 innings. He racked up 64 strikeouts, and he started in 12 games in his freshman campaign as a Pioneer. So we'll be right back with Chase Haley as he joins the show, and we'll catch up with one of the newest Pioneer alumni before his junior season at Trevecca University. Welcome back to the show. Uh, we're here uh, joined via phone with Chase Haley. So Chase, first off, want to thank you for coming on the finale and taking time out of your day to uh, be on this program, man. Just glad to have you. Yeah, appreciate it, man. I know uh, you uh, got in touch with me a couple weeks back talking about getting this uh, going and I was really excited about it. So appreciate you asking me. Yeah, 100%, man. So got a couple questions for you. We'll hop right into it. So First off, man, just kind of wanted to know how your summer has been and what have you uh, enjoyed most about it? Uh, summer's been good. Been uh, Actually, it's my first summer off. I, uh, I've been doing travel ball and everything else leading up to college. And this time, you know, going to Trevecca now, they told me, you know what, you know, you had this many innings, you know, you do this many bullpens is what we're assuming. You know, you need to take time off and give everyone a break. So this is actually the first time that I've actually taken t- time off. Um 
just being healthy and taking time off because I've had injuries and had to take time off uh, whether I want to or not. But, yeah, it's been a good summer. Been on a couple of vacations and uh, really enjoying uh, time before school starts back. Yeah, I got you there for sure. You always want to have that good summer, good time off, and I'm sure that it's been nice not playing baseball to a certain extent, but most guys that I see from Ball State this summer have gone on and played like summer ball. I saw – I think Justin Sandamore has been playing, and Zeke LeCount went over there and played for a little bit, and uh, Austin Wells was over there too. So it's good to see guys being active over the summer as well. So um, you made your decision to go to Trebekah, and you're joined by fellow teammate Zeke LeCount and uh, Dalton Heath. Y'all are going to be a good trio going into school there too. There's a few other guys too I just can't think of that are going to be there too that played at Ball State. So Honestly, man, just what clicked for you making the choice to play baseball there? What made the choice for me? Yeah. Um, that is a good question because, you, know, you know, you never know where you're going to go. You know, you never really – you can't really ever say where you're going to go because you never know who's going to talk to you or whatever. So I um, – actually, when I went on the visit, you know, it was just like a normal visit. I had to keep my options open and stuff. And, you know, I really liked the coaches and really thought that, you know, they knew – they've been having good years and they've been, you know, sitting on top of the ball and – I really like the campus. Campus is also really nice. And uh, with me wanting to be a uh, – I'm doing English as my uh, degree. And there's actually not that many kids that go there. So the teacher to student ratio, I really, you know, think I get even more out of my education as well. So I just uh, – there's a lot that went into it. But ultimately, I just see that, you know, Coach Smalls has, is going in the right direction, I feel like. And Coach Leg, I mean, all of them are just really, really uh, – seem like they know they're on top of it. So – that's really what made it for me. Yeah, I got you. That makes a hundred. It makes really good uh, sense to be going to school there. It's kind of a small ratio to stu- like student to teacher. Like Vol State isn't like I guess in a way. And then, um, but that, I guess that'll just be nice for you guys having that availability for your uh, teachers there and your coaching staff. Honestly, so um, so looking back at your time as a pioneer, you've been here for two years. You know. One year you were a red shirt. Next year you were getting some really good starting time. And honestly, Chase, just what were some moments or stories that you wouldn't mind sharing about or just some moments that uh, you kind of cherish or hold on to from being at Ball State? Man, yeah, I mean, a lot of it's just um, – like, it sounds cliche, but, I mean, really just the bonds you make with guys. You know, it's like I could hit, you know, any of them up right now. And it's just going to be like, you know, we never skipped a beat, you know, even though I haven't talked to them maybe in a month or so, you know. Now we do keep in touch more often because we, we were a pretty close group, in my opinion. And um, really just anything from, you know, the where we, you know, hotel, st- like where we stayed at or, you know, who I stayed with, you know, or even just uh, going out to eat, you know, with my buds, you know, and just going to call them up or anything. But um, really, I mean, the games, if you want to go game-wise, I mean, I had really fun at Walter State. That was a really intense series. You know, you know Walters is always a really tough opponent. I had a really good game. And um, we actually took one from them, which, you know, of course, no one really would have guessed with, with how our season was going up to that point. You know, just, there was a lot of good um, moments that we kind of came from the bottom and surprised some people, showed, you know, flashes of greatness. But, you know, in reality, it just really comes down to, you know, games weren't really as important as just the people that I met through Vol State. Hmm. Hmm. Gotcha. Well, yeah, and that were, that really was a big series. Um, you guys taking a game from Walter State. That was uh, a, one of the few conference losses that they had all season long, and you guys really pushed their limits in that game too. And uh, I also lost a bet. Well, it was a good bet to make with Zeke, uh, telling him to hit a home run. And 
uh, going to watch the softball game in place of that to see if that was going to happen. I mean, that was pretty interesting to hear from. Uh, I think Justin messaged me and he said, "Hey, you just lost the bet, by the way." And I'm like, "Really?" So that was that was a good time hearing from uh, Zeke about, uh, "Hey, man, how many more bets are we going to be making?" But anyway, that was pretty fun. Uh, I enjoyed that series a lot too. And plus, we had a podcast there too where. It was you and Bill before we went over to the field. That's right. That, they would think it was like that morning or something. But, uh, yeah, that was a great show. Uh, so, honestly, uh, as far as the living situation goes for you now, what's that look like for you? And I'm sure that you being a Preds fan, that's going to be nice being close to uh, Bridgestone Arena now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm going to be up there so much and stuff. I mean, um, it's just I'm going to have uh, be probably, you know, two miles away. School's like two miles away from – um, Bridgestone, and I looked it up. It was like two miles away from like Top Golf, and three miles away from this, three miles away from that. So it's actually a really good location. Of course, you know you're paying for it, but you know it's it's actually really good. Like you said, for different uh, things, you know you want the Gallatin was a good area. Of course, you had everything you really needed there, but Nashville, being right there in the middle of Nashville, it's just um, everything's so close. It's going to be really convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You guys can. Go do some pretty fun things downtown, I'm sure, and within the confines of what your coach tells you what and what not to be doing when you're off the field and away from school. That's always a factor as well, but I know um, that'll be a fun time for you guys being that close to downtown, especially Broadway too. So um, <clears throat> so what have you been up to this off season? I know that you kind of told me about like what your fun parts were already, but um you know, also, you've been training probably as well. You mean you're you're about to be uh, throwing and working out right now. So um, what do you think um, you've been doing to really prepare you for your junior season? Um, yeah, we um, we got actually got a throwing program from a couple of us. Of course, I mean, not all of us are on the same program. Some, some guys actually went to play, you know, like you mentioned, summer ball. So everyone's on a different program for the most part. But uh, Coach Leggett, our pitching coach at Trevecca, he uh, sent me a thing. I took off about six weeks from throwing, not doing anything throwing-wise, just working out. And then he sent me an email with the throwing program, which is a slow progression. It's almost um, almost too slow, it feels like, but it's just extra cautious to make sure you're coming back and not going to get an injury. You know, Because as a uh, junior college player, you kind of hit the ground running because you have showcases. You're doing inter-squads first or second week. Whereas at a four-year, you know, I'm not trying to get recruited anymore, you know, from a college at least. So we're not going to showcases and trying to show off my skills. I'm really just trying to better myself as a player to get ready for spring. So that's the kind of different ideas. So we don't even start inter-squad until October at Trevecca, whereas, like I mentioned, at Vol State, you know, you hit the ground running, you know, first couple of weeks you're doing inter-squads. So, I mean, when I go in there, I'll only be at 120 feet throwing, about 30 throws or so. So that's really what I've been doing. And, you know, continue working out as well with my throwing. Right. Have there been any mechanic uh, changes to your pitches or, like, pitching style even this summer, or has that kind of stayed the same with you? Yeah, it's stayed the same for the most part because, you know, I, you know, I haven't been thrown off the mound or anything, so right now I'm just getting back into throwing. So if, it, if any other mechanical changes come, it would be later in the season, you know, once we're doing bullpens and stuff. Hmm, I got gotcha. you. 
Yeah, I remember uh, Jacob Cole kind of talking about that, uh, talking about how he was having to throw a lot more bullpen at, at uh, Tennessee Tech because he wasn't a starter there yet, so he's been having to stay in the bullpen, just staying warm. So um, that, I could definitely see that ma- making sense for you, maybe being a similar situation for you maybe uh, later this year. So uh, kind of early to ask you, but you know, what kind of role would you expect uh, to have out of yourself uh, when it's springtime? You know, uh, on my visit, you know, they talked to me about, you know, what do you see yourself as being? You know, I told them, you know, whatever y'all, you know, want me to be. Now I feel more comfortable being a starter, you know, just because of that's what I did at Ball State, and I feel like as a as a player, you know, I know myself best. That's that's where I feel like I could really, you know, show off my skills or use my skills to the best of the ability or to help out the team the best. Mm. And they mentioned that they're going to give me a chance to start, but you know, it's never a guarantee. So if I do get that chance, then I hope to. Uh, take it like I did at Ball State and be able to hold on to it because I believe that there's four game series at um, through uh, Trevecca's division had to have their schedules uh, laid out whereas at Ball State their conference you know is only three game series so if it's four game series then that would be four starters instead of three so I mean that possibility should be you know higher but then again you know you got better talent there too so you know we'll see but hopefully in the fall I can prove myself and then continue to throughout the spring as well. Sounds like a pretty solid plan to me if I was you. But um, so you know, you kind of have talked about your new school's direction, but now you've walked away from Vol State and you're you're leaving uh, most of what happened this year into the hands of the freshmen that are going to be sophomores now. So, what kind of direction do you think uh, Vol State's going to be in this year, especially now walking away? Like I said, but what kind of direction do you feel that that uh, program is headed toward? Yeah, I think I, I know. I saw a lot of good uh, players, freshmen. I mean, we had a lot of good uh, freshmen, a good good class come through because we had some that you know transferred and stuff. That just happens with uh, junior college. But you know, there's so what's crazy about junior college is like one one year one team could be really dominant, and the next year they could be middle of the pack, if not you know one of the worst teams because of how much talent leaves and how much talent comes in. So the recruiting class is going to be a big deal because of. Um, it's going to be half the team, more or less, because it's only two grades, you know, freshman and sophomore. So it's hard for me to say because I have no idea about the freshman. But if, you know, based on the sophomore class, we're going to have, you know, Corey Wilson's coming back just to say no more. Um, I know uh, Austin Wells going to be in the bullpen. You know, you got to have a lot of guys who are going to be, you know, a good, um, from my viewpoint, a good, you know, base, a good foundation. And then the, hopefully the freshman can build onto that. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely think that'll make a lot of sense. And, um, I haven't really looked too much into who the freshmen were that are going to be coming back. I don't know, because there were a lot of transfers that came into play for us last year, so that was kind of interesting to see if you guys, you know, you know, you got like Lane Harris and Cole Flad and a couple other guys too, and then you see some departures midseason like Bill and a couple other guys too, so that was kind of different, but everything turns out for a good reason, and y'all did the best that you could with it, so... Uh, kind of curious to know now, um, you know, have any of your pitches picked up speed this offseason or have you uh, kind of thought about anything that you want to add on like midseason when you're at your new school? Yeah, that's a good question as well. I um, like, well, I haven't really gonna, you know, get the gun on myself because, you know, whenever the games are playing, when you're supposed to, you know, kind of take it slow, only be throwing 50 to 75%. So we won't bring out the gun until probably, I have no idea, maybe the first bullpen, which I would be probably September so I can't tell you on the velocity part I mean as far as how I feel I feel pretty I feel good I feel like my speed will come back just fine I mean 
forearm has a little bit of tightness, but that's a normal coming back after you know, taking off a lot of time. But um, I do, I do uh, have some videos I've been watching uh, about a sinker, a cutter, stuff like that. So whenever I start throwing back to 100%, I might try to you know, uh, mess around with those pitches and see because you know going to a tougher, tougher division, you know, I might want to add another pitch that could. Uh, Fill out the hitters even more because right now I'll, I have a uh, you know fastball or four seam two seam uh, have a split change and then a uh, curveball that's more like a, a slurve. But some days you know all pitchers can tell you one pitch is on one pitch isn't. So if I can add another pitch into my arsenal and then that pitch is on as well, then that just adds me three pitches that I can guarantee on every day rather than just having two or one sometimes. You know so right so. Um... Hopping into this little next thought I kind of had, um, you can tell me what you want about it, but I know that as far as health goes, you know, you had to miss a couple of weeks, and you know, I feel like that kind of went into a couple of games that we could have had, or like like a few series that might have been different if you were there, and um, you know, that was very weird to have a spleen injury uh, kind of pop up just mid-season like that so do you feel like all systems are a go and do you think that next level of college baseball is going to be something that you'll be able to uh take on yeah uh, that was a, that was definitely that having that injury mid-season was definitely um it set me back a little bit because i wasn't able to throw that much or anything because you know they didn't know what it was and before doing all the scans and stuff so they didn't want to make it worse if i you know went out there and played and stuff so i um had to take off those two weeks and I came back I did notice my velocity was down probably two miles per hour or three it really sucked because you know it felt like I was hitting you know hitting stride you know getting those starts in then had to stop for two weeks and missing two starts it's a it's a big hit you know especially not throwing at all I mean if I was still throwing but not starting that'd be one thing but you know not doing anything at all really set me back a little bit tried to you know try to come back in where I was is never feel like I got back to that point I mean but you know you can't you know go back and do anything about it, so it's it is what it is. But I think that me preparing how I am this summer will really determine how I do junior year at Trebekah. So I'm not really that that worried about it because you know I've always felt pretty prepared going in just by how I trained. So I think I'll be good. I mean that injury was unfortunate, but I still think I'll be good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I know I already asked you about uh, something to like think about as far, as far as a moment to share about your time at Ball State, but I want you to think about this one and give me your best answer. Uh, if you had to pick a moment that was your favorite as a pioneer pitching in a game on the mound, what would that moment be? Hmm. You really want to think about me, I have to think. Because the first thing I can think of while you're going to decide is Honestly, uh, you know, Walter State, like you said, was a pretty big one. There's also a time where I think I filmed you uh, getting, uh, you know, you, you opened up an, I think you opened up an inning with uh, three strikeouts in a row. I can't remember who that was against, but, um, you know, you told me to send it to you, of course. I thought that was kind of interesting that you had three Ks in a row. There were a few times where you did open up games with three Ks, so that was pretty impressive. But if you thought of a moment, just go ahead and give it to me i guess yeah walters was a really good one i mean that whole i mean not necessarily one batter or one thing but that whole game leading up to there's a really good play i remember jordan jackson threw a kid out at home i think during the fifth inning when it was taking us a run because i hadn't let him any runs or anything that was actually the first hit i gave up because i'm pretty sure i gave up a walk and then I hit right to that he was coming around home when he threw him out so that was an awesome play right there that really fired up the team and stuff that was you know got us out of the inning 
But then again, there was that very first start that I ever got because I was a reliever, of course, at the beginning of the year. That I got my first opportunity to start. We won 11 to 1. But that whole game was a really good experience, being able to prove myself and get to that starting role. But um, and then you can't, I can't forget about my very first appearance, you know, ever in you know, college baseball was down in Florida. That was a really good experience. So there's really a lot. I wouldn't be able to say there was like one that stood out the most. But, of course, those three that I just mentioned were really, you know, significant. And that might have been the one that had three Ks at the beginning of the first game ever. Um, not the one I first ever pitched, but the first start I ever had. Mm-hmm. That might have been that one. So Yeah, for sure, yeah. man. Um, well, Chase, first off, just want to thank uh, thank you for coming on the show always. And, not, and thank you for always being a good quote and, uh, you know, being able to be available for – for uh, live streams and uh, quotes after uh, games and stuff like that. But thanks very much, man, and uh, best of luck in your baseball and academic career as you uh, get over there to uh, Tribeca. So uh, thanks for coming on, man. I really uh, appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate the invite, man. It's always a good time, and uh, hope the best of luck to you as well in this upcoming school year. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, so – Coming up next on the show for segment two, uh, Corey Wilson will be the last guest that we have on the show and get an idea of perhaps uh, what the ace uh, pitcher has in store and uh, for what the new season has in store as well and his thoughts being on a pioneer thus far in his uh, collegiate career. So we'll be right back and uh, we'll hear from uh, starting pitcher Corey Wilson. Welcome back to the show. We're here for segment two of the podcast. Uh, we're joined via over the phone with pitcher Corey Wilson. So, Corey, first off, just want to thank you for coming on the show and uh, hope everything went well moving back into Gallatin. Yeah, glad to be on here. It's been pretty good. It's getting uh, pretty, pretty good to get back to swinging things. It's nice getting back to old Gallatin. I got you. Um, so I'm sure that you're glad to be back, like you said, and that you guys have a little bit before school starts. You got about two weeks, so that's nice. Um, but you know, you got to start somewhere. So, but anyway, I just have a first first question off for you. So just I'm just kind of curious. So, how has your summer been, and uh, what are some of the highlights that you've uh, just wanted to kind of think about? Like, what have you done like this summer? Uh, well, I started out in uh, Louisiana training, and I was there for two months, and. That's pretty much that was pretty much the whole just the summer this this one just training trying to get it uh to my max potential coming into this year trying to lead us into another good season but hopefully end uh, end it better but it's been uh it's been pretty good been traveling a little bit going to the lake just kind of relaxing the last couple of weeks before we get back into to the grind yeah I got you there um so you know th- this past year was your first collegiate uh, year of playing baseball so um, you had a great season uh, just going to go over just a little bit of what I've seen going back online so you know it was pretty impressive to, to see someone come out of Germantown Tennessee and their first season do as well as you did uh, you know you had about 70 innings pitched um, you went five and six in your first year um, and you started 12 out of 13 appearances that you had for the Pioneers so 
kudos there for you. I'm sure that feels good to have that first year over with. Um, so coming into your sophomore season as a pioneer now, how are you feeling as a player, but more importantly as a student as the new year starts? Uh, kind of anxious a little bit just to get things started and just hopefully we can uh, just pick up where we left off. And as a student, I'd say, I'd say it's a little, I'd say swing both ways right now. A little, a little nervous, a little excited, seeing how the classes are, getting new teachers, just new schedule, getting into the hardcore classes. So, uh, Hopefully that will, will turn out all right this year. Just got to prioritize better and just get after this year. Absolutely. Um, and so from what I understand, aren't you doing like you – you're have you doing something about like sports management, right? Is that your major? Yeah, it's either going to be sports management or uh, either business, something around that. Okay, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Well, sounds very productive either way if you want to stay with sports, so that's pretty nice. That's right, good to right. hear that, that you're feeling as well as you are about your uh, academic year as well as your uh, sports year as well. So aside from enjoying the summer, uh, what have you done to prep this off season and maybe improve your game? Like, you know, I mean, mechanics and strength, that sort of thing. Like, what have you been doing? Uh, we've doing, uh, I've had, we were at a camp called Top Lost, and we, it's where we uh, mainly focus on the lower body, strengthening that. We do a lot of video there, video analysis, trying to get our lower body moving like we want to, and it's trying to just show us how fast we need to move to uh, get to the low mid 90s. And then once we uh, once we translate that onto the mound, then we can finally get to where uh, we want to be. But we mainly focus on lower body strength, conditioning, just being have a strong core and all that, all that fun stuff, you know? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, Chase was just talking about keeping it simple. He didn't throw for six weeks, and his coaches right. were giving him uh, strict uh, workout sessions and telling right. him what he should be working on in, in order to be ready for this year. So not sure if Coach Hunt does the same thing, but I'm sure he likes if you guys take some time off as well over the right. summer. Um, so being settled back into your apartment uh, now, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I mean, you're going to be with a new roommate and someone else as well, it sounds like, so... What are you guys going to be up to? You got school for two. Yeah, like you don't have school for two weeks, and home is in Germantown, so you're pretty far away. But what do you think the roommate situation is going to look like this year? Uh, we're going to have a new freshman in there. See how he uh, fits in, but he should he should fit in well. We'll mold him into uh, what he needs to do. But our other roommate, Will Dunlap, he's a returner, so he'll be able to help us get the new guy in shape. Which they went to school together, so they'll. They'll have a close bond, so that's always good to have a uh, upper leg on it. Yeah, so on a little sidebar, though, like on a tangent, just how, it doesn't matter how much you say about it, but how many uh, new players have you met uh, that are going to be part of the new squad this year? Um, out of the 48 new ones, I'd say about – I've met three right now. I've came in contact with some over the phone just to touch base and see where their heads are at. Just seeing how their summer is going, how what they're working on, just so just so we're on the same page when we get back to Gallatin and make sure we have the same goal. Yeah, for sure, because you guys will start up fall ball pretty soon, right. and hopefully we'll we'll see another fun Halloween game in a couple of months. So, right, yeah. um, so Appreciate thinking back to uh, the playoffs, you know, you only got to play in that game against your hometown team in Southwest, and you guys won that game, which was a great great performance, but. You know, 
aside from what you were able to contribute, what do you feel could have been different for the team as um, you, you guys know you, you lost two in a row after that. So just how do you feel that you guys could have done better in some certain aspects? Uh, I just feel like we kind of lost focus after the first game. It's We probably could have done some uh, – uh, it's hard to say, honestly, because it's, it's easy to say what we could have done, what we could have just on what happened. But if we would have won those two games, then we would be saying this. But say if, I'd say we could have made some uh, – if we just kept focused more and actually prepared more a little bit on players' part. Coaches prepared as well. It's just I think as players we didn't – come in the game fully prepared against Walzers, kind of lackadaisical effort, and that just kind of caught up with us, and they came ready to play since we took one from them in the regular season. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, Columbia is the team, not the postseason that you guys just went through, but the year before, uh, Jacob Cole started against the Chargers, and that was the first game of the playoffs, and we put them in the game where they could have lost next. And, um, you know, I'm sure that Columbia had that – they, they were kind of thinking about that as they played you guys, beating us pretty heavily that, that afternoon. But, you know, that ended everything. But, you know, aside from that, let's get away from what's happened and, of course, focus on what, what you guys have in store. So looking at the returning players and who's going to be a part of that new staff, uh, do you have confidence feeling like you, you might have a new, like, leader mentality or just – a change of role, like I'm not sure, like what your headspace is as you guys come in to this new uh, season. Yeah, see, me as a uh, sophomore, I'm, I'm I'm gonna try to take as many people on the wing as I can, and just try to be a leader for this team that kind of I wish I could have been last year. As it's kind of hard to do as a freshman coming in first year. Now that you have a year under your belt, it's a uh, it's a lot easier for the incoming freshman to have someone to look up to and someone they can come to when they need help and stuff. And, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how are you feeling about, you know, because you're mostly on the defensive side of things and that you might right. feel confident in that aspect. So how are you feeling about some of the guys that are coming back that are going to be hitting the baseball? I feel like we'll be pretty good. I always tell Coach Hunt if we need any help, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be ready with my bat over there whenever he wants to call me up. <laughs> hmm. But uh, I feel like just seeing the uh, – recruits that coach Hunt got in this year is definitely going to be a change from last year we he upped his game in recruiting and um he went out with a uh with a vengeance this year to get players he wanted and with the attitudes he wanted i think we we got that this year yeah for sure that's really good to hear on, on a sidebar for sure that's that's pretty confident sounding so um you know you're only one year into your collegiate baseball career but if you had to pick a favorite moment on the mound what would that be uh, I, I'd say I have two. I'd say one against Jackson State when uh, me and this other guy were mouthing, but it came out, even though we didn't come out on top, uh, it, was a, it was a good in-the-moment thing. I don't know if you if you went on to that one. It was at Jackson State. But there was a uh, there was a lot of chirping going on, and it ended up striking him out in the inning, and me and Zeke had to hold me back from a little altercation with the, with the other player. But I'd say the other one was the Walter State game, just seeing everyone pumped. Zeke with the leadoff home run, just being on the mound. Like whenever you have someone that has a leadoff home run, definitely a good feeling on the mound. You just want to go out there and just keep the lead, and that's what we did to get the W. And that was probably our best overall team performance. Everyone was on the same page. Everyone wanted that game. Mm. We just came up on top. 
I think that's pretty true. Uh, I already said when uh, when Chase was on the show earlier, you know, I had to mention that, you know, because he, he also shared his favorite moment being uh, at that Walter State series and uh, the same game where Zeke hit the home run. Well, you know, I ended up paying for his dinner because of that, so that was pretty funny. But um, probably y'all should probably make some more bets amongst yourselves and see how well that does for you guys. But... Yeah, that was a pretty cool moment. I remember uh, being there for that, too. That was pretty awesome. So definitely we'll take that away as one of my favorite series of all time, especially getting – we handed them their first conference loss of the year, so that was pretty nice. Um, yeah, most definitely. Um, so as for the coaching staff, as for Coach Hunt, how are you feeling about the direction of the program at Vol State? What do you think that looks like, and what do you think the steps are going to be for you guys to step up this year? What was that? What was the end of that question? Just like, what are the steps going to be for you guys to be a better conference team come springtime? I think I think the steps that we need to that are that are going to help us the most are we're going to need more discipline and we're going to need um, we're going to need more get after it attitude because last year we we had it for a little bit and then we kind of lost it we kind of kind of got down on ourselves and just kind of I feel like we threw in the towel a little earlier than we should have which we should, never should throw in the towel but. I feel like we just, as a team, it wasn't going as well as everyone wanted it to, so it kind of just looked down. But we just got to improve our, our mental state. we got to get after it. And most of all, I think we need to have a better team connection this year. I feel like I feel like we're going to have just a little – I have a good feeling this year. I got you, for sure. So kind of going back to the personal side of uh, getting ready for the new, like the new season – what have you been doing with some of the pitches that you have, some of your more deadly ones? What have you been doing? I've seen some, some work on social media with you, uh, working on whatever pitches that you've sh- that you've showcased. What is something that you've been working on? I've been working on uh, just actually placing them where I want to this year. Last year I had, I had pretty good command, but this year I've been throwing to uh, little square nets and trying to hit each each square that I want to and just placing it where I want to at different speeds. I'll change speeds at different pitches. So that's something I've tried to uh, add to my resume for this year is pitching, trying to throw the hitters off balance. Yeah, I got you. Well, I mean, you were throwing some heat and, you know, not picking on your size, but, man, you are not the tallest player by any means on the squad. So it's been – it was pretty impressive to see you pull off the speed on some pitches that you had from earlier this year. So that was that was pretty awesome. Because um, watching some guys like on Jackson State, because they finished in second, they were the underrated team. They had some pretty solid pitching guys, and you wouldn't have thought looking at them that maybe they would have had that good of, of a staff. So that was pretty interesting to watch this playoffs. But, um, you know, aside from that, do you feel like uh, the guys that have walked away from the team that are going to be moving on, maybe not necessarily playing, though, even too, it's just how do you feel like those guys rubbed off on you like in your first year playing at Ball State, I'd say they they rubbed off pretty well. They they rubbed off on me in ways that uh, just make me want to just keep bettering myself, bettering the team as a whole, and just overall just trying to get the program better and leaving it better than we found it. For sure, yeah, that seems to be the uh, the the theme I'm hearing because it was first coming from Jacob Cole, a guy that was two years before you, and then you got Chase Haley talking about it. And now I got you talking about it. That's pretty much almost a third-generation season of a player telling me that you're leaving it better than you found it. So that's pretty confident to hear. It sounds like the coaching staff and the players that 
are coming in or are rubbing off in a very appropriate way, especially for growth. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, But I mean, aside from that, do you have like anything that you want to say about the team this year? Like what's a message that you think the team is going to be given off this year when the conference play starts? I think we're going to be the team to watch out for this year. I think we're going to, I think we'll be maybe the underdog in people's eyes, but in my, my eyes, we're going to be the one to one to be this year. We're the, uh, I'd say we, we, we got to play with a chip on our shoulder this year and just go out every game like it could be our last. For sure, for sure. Well, and I know that uh, you guys it took about halfway through the season to actually start getting music. Uh, that was pretty interesting. But I'm yeah. glad I got a list together and started playing music for you guys for home games. That was pretty nice. But, you know, sure. hints of that too. Um, you know, I kind of th- – this last question I, that I got for you is kind of a fun one, but I'm kind of curious to hear, to hear what you have to say about it. So have you picked a new walk-up song for when you take the mound, or is that something that you're going to keep to yourself until the guys hear hear it for the first time? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I haven't really figured it out. There's a couple of mine, but I think we may just have to wait until the season here and can't spoil anything, you know? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. What kind of charisma do you think that gives you when you like when you get on the mound? Because I know I played it usually when you came out, but like you know, how big of a deal is that mostly? I don't mean I don't think it's too big of one, but I mean it's probably nice to have something that you like going up on the mound before you play. Yeah, I get it. I get in a good state of mind before, and, but whenever the music comes on, especially if it's one of the songs I've picked, it, it gets me in the uh, the mentality is I'm the I'm the best on the mound right now. No one's hitting me, so that's it's always good to have. Especially just getting supported by a little music, just by a little pump up the music. Especially when you get some uh, little Molly Crew in there, something Chaley. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Chaley's into that hard, that hard rock for sure. Yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Well, the on the upside, it sounds like you're heading into a great season. Um, sounds like Vol State's heading in the right direction as far as baseball goes. I mean, I know that the softball team and basketball teams do very well too, to their own respect as well. So. But, uh, Corey, I just want to thank you for the time that, that you took out of your day to hop on the show as one of the last guests that we'll have. And, um, you know, honestly, man, best of luck on and off the field this year. On, like, honestly. So it's going to be a big year. Appreciate that, man. It's a pleasure to be on here. So up next uh, on this last segment of the Pioneer Diamond Chat podcast, I'll have my closing remarks as being the host of this show and – We'll wrap it up from some of the best moments that uh, I've experienced, and that'll be it. So be back in just a moment. Soundstripe. Soundstripe. Welcome back to the final segment of the Pioneer Diamond Chat podcast. This is your host, Nick Keezer, and so... The time has come. Uh, it's finally uh, here, and I'm having the wrap of the show. It's a moment that I've been waiting for for a while, uh, honestly, and I've really enjoyed this podcast in the last two years I've had at this junior college. It has honestly been some of the best years of being a student somewhere. It's really taught me a lot and made my sports coverage career a more enjoyable process to go through, learn through, and um I went through a lot, and it experienced um, just a lot of, de- like, I-, I went through a lot, and understanding how to deal with several situations, and um, 
come up with questions on the fly and be on a radio show uh, for the men's basketball team, women's basketball team. That was a lot of fun. Uh, and I was fortunate enough to be able to do things like that. And for a while there, I was with uh, a host and I was just doing play by play like a little bit. And I was more of a color guy, but I was able to kind of take over, do all of that. And, you know, it was very near and dear to my heart that I got some of the uh, experience that I did and I'm very fortunate that I got to go through all that and um, you know it's no thanks to uh, Bobby Hudson he's the one that made that possible and I was able to travel this year went to home and away games and honestly it was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to actually be Um, you know doing a couple of new things having a backdrop having to uh live stream some of the uh, post-game interviews that I did that were that was a great great time and I hope that uh, the players got out of it what um, I intended and that was to just allow them to express themselves in a way that they haven't been able to uh, in this college time for them being at Ball State I was able to just bring some new things to the table and allow them to experience it it was a lot of fun um, and, you know, the fall semester was mostly all of that. And then I transitioned that, all that over to uh, softball and baseball. So um, at one point I even endured both, uh, both uh, semesters of sports where basketball overlapped with uh, baseball and softball's uh, conference opener uh, in Roan, at Roan State and uh, pretty much in Knoxville pretty close to there and I remember going to Chattanooga for the basketball tournament and then the same night driving up to Roan State and staying with the baseball team because um, softball and baseball they started their uh, conference play that same day the next day so um, it was a lot of fun and uh, you know Bobby Hudson again made that one of the best student working experiences I will ever have more than likely Um, the program and, and all the other programs, they're right on track. And uh, I hope that as I come back t- to see them play, even years down the road, uh, I think I will remember most about what I got out of uh, working with these teams. And uh, I was very fortunate to be part of uh, two seasons of most of these team sports. And it's been a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, some of my best memories was um, probably coming up with uh, – a lot of big wins and some needed uh, opportunities and um, you know Corey was really Corey and Chase both talked about the Walters series Walters was always a hard team to play against and um, like just baseball and softball um, they were very hard to uh, just very hard to defeat Um, and you know honestly I don't have one single memory that um, really stands out, but what really stands out to me is the relationships that I got to build with most of the athletes and, more importantly, the coaches so they could trust me, talk to their players, give off the right images of the team. And um, it was just a lot of fun, and I really appreciate the fact that they gave me the opportunity to travel and write my own articles. And, you know, I I proofread all my stuff, but. Um, you know, I always made sure that uh, what I was putting out, I would always ask him if it was accurate, if I missed something or, you know, did something silly. But it was a good time, and I really appreciate um, everyone's honesty towards me and allowing me to um, be the person in the sports field that I feel I'm intended to actually be. Um, so that was a lot of fun. 
So as I begin this new chapter of my coverage, I'll be working for the Herald, which is at Western Kentucky University, and I'm looking forward to broaden my horizon uh, just in that aspect of being a sports writer. So as I attend school up here in Bowling Green, that's the goal, and um, have, I'm just looking forward to a new year. It's a new uh, gig for me, um, and it'll be nice to be up here getting that experience too. Even at a D1 school, I'm not going to treat it as anything differently other than using what I've known and applying that to the new aspects that I'm going to have to learn about. So I'm excited for that, and uh, I really want to give Allstate a shout-out for starting that for me and getting the ball rolling. So it really has been a treat, and uh, I will cherish uh, being able to say this was my first podcast and one I'll never forget uh, just this season and being able just to do all of this. So this is Nick Keezer signing off the Pioneer Diamond Chat podcast for one last time. Please, please continue to follow Ball State Sports. They got some great programs, great coaches. New school year begins this August. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it.